What's up, everybody? Andrew, also known as J-Bun here, Disconnected Gamers, live on the show floor at PAX with my buddy JC from Ask an Enemy Studios. And we're going to do a quick little recap of what you have here. All right. So, uh, yeah, do you want me to just introduce myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's so my name is JC. I am the creative director of Ask an Enemy Studios out of El Paso, Texas. And uh, I am working on a game called a Dual Hand Disaster Tracker. Uh, it is a split-screen, single-player, twin-stick risk-em-up um, in which your score is meaningless unless you exist. So what that means is, uh, unlike most score-based games, if you go and you go and you die, you do not keep your score. You have to decide when to leave with it. Which um, is frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense, man. It's intense. All right. So the thing I think, obviously, that's difficult because we're doing this audio, nobody right. can see it is you've got two sides of the screen. You've got a left-hand side, which you've got a little ship at the bottom that can only go left to right, and you've got a top-down isometric on the right-hand side of your right. screen. And you're controlling both of those at the same <laughs> time with your left and right stick. So it's yeah. like twin stick, but it's twin game. Yeah, totally. So the way I, I tend to describe it to people is imagine playing um, Galaga on the left and Pac-Man on the right. So on the left-hand side, the, the thing is you do not take damage on the left. So on the left, you're basically destroying enemies to earn your points. You're destroying the left. On the right-hand side, you're recovering resources that while you're doing that, you can look over to the left, kill an enemy, and you'll multiply the points you're getting. So if you're only doing one or the other, you you're not, yeah, you're not really taking advantage of the system. Um, and technically, on the right-hand side, you need to collect materials because you consume them on the left. Anyway. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's a good thing you brought that up. So on the left side, again, you don't take damage, but shooting and moving will consume your link to the other ship. So um, in order to fill that up, your, your ship on the left-hand side will start to black out. If it blacks out, you basically have to tap X, sacrifice the material you're picking up. It'll bring that side back. But here's the thing, right, is every time you pick up material, that is your score multiplier. So essentially, every time you tap X, you're dropping your score. So you want to make sure you're not overusing it, right? Uh, because yeah, your score will drop to zero. Right. That yeah. will risk them up. <laughs> exactly, man. Totally. Yeah. It's a little frustrating. I just obviously we just played it, and I, I got a, a whopping high score of 102,150. Yeah. Which for me, obviously, like I played this Fucking a. a handful yeah. of times. Yeah. And like this is this is a, a proud moment for me. But <laughs> then I a, look, dude. I look at your scoreboard and 74 million is up on the board. Well, uh, so those those are total placeholder for now. There's no internet here on the show floor, so oh, okay. it doesn't connect to Steam, but um, if you look at the Steam leaderboards right now, because uh, I am on early access yeah. on yep. Steam. Just um, made it. Yeah, just on Tuesday. Awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. So the leaderboards on there right now, from what last I saw this morning anyway, there are like three leaderboard scores. I don't remember the exact numbers, but all the rest of them are zero. Uh, in case I didn't make it clear, when you die, you don't just lose your score. You wipe your leaderboard position also. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's a ton of zeros on there. But that's something to be proud of, dude. Like right. you, you, I'm trying to program people to leave with their score because, right. again, most people just go and die and they're like, where's my score? I'm like, you didn't get a damn thing. Right. You get so, yeah. Right. Totally. And that's the part for me where I'm like, no, I can keep going. I can yeah. keep going. But then I'm like, well, but if I lose, I get nothing in a box. Yeah. Totally. Totally, man. So... Another thing to note is that you've made this game entirely on your own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's worth talking about. Absolutely, so man. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so I tried to go to game design school, or I did go to game design school in 2013. Um, I dropped out after a year because it was just a complete waste of time. They didn't teach me a damn thing about game design. Um, anything that I also didn't already know. Right. Uh, so basically what I did was I dropped out and tried to 
figure out like I had to make a decision am I gonna write about games or are you gonna make a video game and obviously obviously I went with the easy one right yeah <laughs> I went with making a video game um, so I just taught myself everything like I went on unity um, Unity's website, I watched all their tutorials, Mike Geig, Adam Buckner, all those guys have really good live tutorials. Um, and yeah, I just like kept watching stuff. I would read up on books about C Sharp. This stuff is not easy, dude, but like you have to apply yourself, right? right. If not, yeah, you're not gonna get anywhere. There are like 50 people behind you that are gonna be like on top of that shit. Right. So yeah, it, it's really, really hard, but you know, apply yourself to it and be pragmatic, right? So like if you realize you just cannot do it, maybe there's another aspect of game design that you could get into. Right. Like maybe you like sound design, maybe right. you like the art, whatever, but like, yeah, you'll never know unless you throw yourself in like head first and yeah. Yeah, or like in, in like, obviously you're a one man team, like at some point maybe you're like, shit, I need another person. Exactly, right. yeah, and it's exactly, so that's kind of the thing is like, Doing it yourself isn't necessarily like like the goal you want to do. It's more like doing it yourself will help you realize, okay, I can't manage this. Maybe I should push this off to someone else. Or if you're willing to, like I was, just be like, okay, my art sucks. How can I find a way to like overcome that? Right? Um, right. Because yeah. you did the well, you did the panel at East. Make games, not excuses. Yeah. Which still holds the record for favorite <laughs> slide. Nice. How the fuck do you make a video game? Fucking a, man. Uh, totally. But you talked about. The, like the progress and you showed us like the early versions of the game right to now yeah and it's like it's worldly different yeah absolutely so the thing is um, I started the game in Game Maker and it was just like a, a 2D you know so I did it in Game Maker because I didn't want to have to deal with like 3D shit right like right. Uh, Z access and all that kind of stuff so um, I also kind of wanted to go for that art style like the capybara type yeah. look I could not pull that off for shit dude like it looked terrible so um, luckily though, at the time um, when I got Vita dev kits, uh, Sony didn't support Game Maker. So I was kind of forced to go into either Fire Engine or Unity. And that's again where I made the decision of like, well, not many people use Fire Engine so that community that's, support wouldn't that's be the there. Sony yeah, it's their proprietary. Also, exactly. So that's the other reason is because uh, Fire Engine is only Unity or only Sony or PC. Right. And I was like, well, what if I want to do Xbox? You know what I mean? Like, that's going to limit me there. Um, and also, like, they use Lua, which is another, like, scripting language. Yep. And uh, Unity uses C Sharp. So I was like, well, at the same time, I can kind of learn C Sharp at the same time. Um, so I went that route, and that's yeah. where I went with Unity. Um, I totally lost where I was going about that, though. But I don't know. We started with having a second person. Yeah, I tend to do bed. that. I'm so I'm, sorry. No, you know what, though? If anybody's who listens to this, yeah. it's like, oh my god, they're like twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same thing. I go off on a tangent, <laughs> and I'm like, a. oh, where did we start? Yeah, yeah, Sorry. totally. So, I mean, that's kind of the idea. That, that was my point, dude, is I wanted to learn the engine and stuff like that. And, um, I could, uh, yeah, that was the thing, is the art, right? right? So, like, it looked terrible, but the way I overcome that was I basically brought it into Unity and started designing it from scratch, but because of that, I started messing around with, uh, the art looked terrible, so I was like, I'm gonna bring that art into this program called Cubicle. And in Cubicle, you basically have the same 2D sprites, but you can turn them into 3D objects. You start like pulling stuff out and stuff like that, turn them into 3D objects. So all of the art in the game is still the same 2D art from the original game. Okay. It's basically now just 3D objects. You know what I mean? And if anyone's confused about that, by all means, feel free to email me. I'm more, more than happy to go into detail about that stuff. Right. Which and, is one of my favorite things. Yeah. You're literally like, 
at the panel, you're like, get up and ask me questions. Yeah. This is the point. Yeah. Like, if you want a resource, I'm your resource. Absolutely, man. And even if I personally can't answer the question, because it's not like I know everything, right. but it's like asking the question is the first most important step. If you don't ask a question, you're never going to get a fucking answer. You know, it's dumb as hell to say, but it's, you know, right. a lot no, of people don't no, get that. There's no dumb question. Right? Exactly. Don't be intimidated by yeah. being like, hey, listen, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit I can't do. Yeah, totally. Like, no one is out there to be like, to hold you back and be like, no, fuck you. That's a stupid question. Move on. You know what I mean? Like, and if they are, fuck them. Move on to the next guy. You know, like, that's not worth it. Um, but yeah, so do not feel intimidated about asking questions. Like, that's what's going to help you progress and, you know, find an answer to whatever the hell is holding you back. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the nitty gritty. Oh, yeah. The game is on early access. Yes. It's $7.99. $7.99, yeah. And what's next? Um, like next. What after early access. Yeah. Like, Launch the game, move to different consoles. Or? Yes. So obviously, um, I, I I did a Kickstarter try, to try and the whole purpose of the Kickstarter was to quit the day job, focus on the game full time, so I could release across all platforms at once. Same time. Yeah, because then I'm like full on. You've seen how dedicated I've been, even with the fucking day job. Right. You know? But that failed. Fuck it. Whatever. It didn't work out. No one. I didn't take anyone's money. You know, everyone's fine. I'm just now learning what to do, so that's fine. Um, but what that does now is I wasn't able to quit the day job, but I'm still gonna finish the game. That was never out of the question. Yeah. So the whole thing is now is early access, get that done so I can work on as many of the bugs as possible, get leaderboards working, and then I'll have to decide which platform to release on first, then second, then third, and stuff like that. Yep. So um, I'll announce it here as like a, a big thing, sure. but uh, I'm, I'm gonna focus on Switch first for obvious reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, consoles and stuff are kind of like swamped with a bunch of stuff. Switch is kind of like in the need for software, so I think that's where I'm gonna put all my focus on immediately after early access. Well, and like thinking about Switch or simultaneously. When, like, obviously when we were at East, there were two kids playing, each holding one side of the controller. Yes. With the Switch, it's yeah. a separate controller, so you yeah. could literally be like, hey man, I've got the left, you've got the right. So, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. So, there's a couple of things I could do. So, I, I, could be, I could be a complete asshole and, like, just not let that work, because you can actually right, you detect can if yeah, they yeah, pull them off yeah. and stuff. And that, that's a little too much, because what if you actually want to play on your own and just take the controllers off? Some people like to play that yeah. way. So that's out of the question. It's The question has always been, how do I keep people from doing that? Yeah. But it's like, honestly, dude, there's all sorts of ways for you to like, for the player, for you, not even me, right. to like circumvent that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Switch, I'm just gonna leave it for now. Yeah. Like, I'll just leave it at that. Right. But again, it does not make the game any easier. Right. You know what I mean? You still have to communicate with each other. You still have to call out, hey, relink, or hey, go grab that material so you spawn an upgrade. Right, right, right. Doing something on one side affects the other, so you still have to communicate. Um, it might actually even just give another way of playing the game, you know, without me having to really design it that way. Yeah. So I'm actually interested to see how people play it on Switch. Right. So, yeah. yeah. For sure, man. All right. Well, I think I've taken enough of your time. Thank I you so much, you dude. for joining me for this Absolutely. first ever, like, <laughs> show floor packs Hell yeah. mini interview. I'm proud to be the first one, man. That's awesome. And good luck, like... Do this with as many people as you can, man. Right. Fill up Appreciate that pile. It. All right. Peace yeah. out, everybody. Thank you.